You're listening to the Communicate with Confidence podcast with me, your host, Luke Maxwell. This podcast is dedicated to helping you build confidence, increase your communication skills, and bring it all together with just a little bit of some business strategies. In this episode number 46, we're talking about proving yourself to more experienced adults. And now let me provide some context for this because this might be a little bit confusing depending on your age. I started my first business when I was 16 years old. That's when I started. I started speaking on stage at 17. And for most of my, and even now, even till today, like now it's not as bad, but for most of my business career of my life, I've been seen as a kid, a kid with a business. And of course, that's not how I wanted to be seen. I wanted to be seen as a fellow businessman. Um, and so it it took me a while to kind of just reconcile the fact, okay, you know, I'm young and that's fine. I'm not just going to magically be older. Like that's just, that's not going to work. Um, obviously. So I had to learn different strategies in order to show more experienced business people and speakers, um, and other people in my field that I knew what I was talking about, that I deserved their respect and that I could communicate the, with them in many ways on a peer-to-peer level. And let me just clarify, this wasn't necessarily, because many people, um, when, when they start to encounter this kind of problem, especially young entrepreneurs, in their in their mind, and this, was, this is where I started too, like, don't, don't get me wrong, I'm not just saying you people, no, no, I was in this place too before I kind of like learned I shouldn't be in here, is I thought, no, you need to respect me for who I am and what I've done. And 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 that was just, it was just the wrong way to approach it. And so now the mindset and why I'm talking about this and why I still um, keep up these strategies is because when I'm at a networking event, when I'm speaking, it's not beneficial to anybody for them to see me as just a kid. Like it just, it doesn't, it doesn't benefit me because I cannot network appropriately or, or influence appropriately or sell well and doesn't benefit them because they're viewing me as something that I'm not. And so, I mean, obviously I'm almost 22 turning 22 in less than a month. So of course I'm still young, but I've had more experience in business than most people my age. And I've, and I've thrown myself headlong into business and speaking to so many other things. And I've learned so much in such a short amount of time. And so that's the, that's the context here. And I'm going to start this off um, just kind of this, I don't want to call it a lesson. It's, it's, more, it's more of teaching through storytelling is what I'm going to do through this podcast. So sit back, relax. Um, I'm going to start off with this uh, story. The first time that I can remember, um, prove, I, 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 there's no better way to describe it. It's proving myself to people with much more experience than me. I was at a conference. I was 18. I probably, I think I'd probably just turned 18. Um, it got to the point I didn't even, I didn't go anywhere. I didn't fly anywhere, travel anywhere by myself because I couldn't drive at the time. I didn't have my license yet. And so my mom was kind of my business manager. She, she came with me. She helped manage the booth. Um, and so I was there. So setting the scene, I was at a conference. I was speaking. I gave my talk and I had a panel to do. Um, afterwards. So it was a, it was a panel of, I think like six other people and myself, and we were just there answering questions. That was after my talk. 
I, I had a little, I think I had like a 15 minute gap or maybe a 30 minute gap in between. So I went to my booth. I was talking with people after my talk, answering questions, you know, just, you know, just having conversation with people, um, doing one-on-one after I actually gave my talk. And then we realized, oh no, I need to go. I need to go to like the other side of the conference, uh, hall. Um, cause it was a, it was a very big conference. It was like 6,000 people were at this conference. And so I was like, oh, no, I need to go. I need to go. So I, you know, I fit it wrapped up, um, the one-on-one I ran, you know, across, obviously I didn't run, run, but I, I was like, just fast walking <laughs> through the conference into the right room. And I, the, it already started. I was late. I, and I kind of just, you know, hunched over, kind of went up on stage and it was just some chairs like on this stage. Like there was nothing else. There's some chairs and then there's one mic that people are uh, passing around. Definitely not the most uh, well-organized uh, panel that I've ever been on. And <laughs> and so I get up there and for most people, I don't want to say like the vast majority of the people there, uh, they saw just a kid, right? Because I was 18 at the time, and I still look young. And at that time, I looked very young. I was very scrawny at that time. I had no weight on me. I, I, you know, they just saw a, a, a skinny little kid walk up on stage and sit down next to people with PhDs upon PhDs who have written dozens of books, who have 50 years of experience in their field. Um, they're a psychologist and philosoph- like it just. There were a lot of doctors that just say we're on that in varying fields. And then there's me. And I remember the first question is so my mom sitting there and the, in the, she got a seat right up in front and I'm sitting there. And later she told me she was like she was basically saying to herself, like, please don't ans- try to answer anything. Just be there, provide encouragement or something. You know, I'm in a room with people who have more experience than I've been alive, like in their fields. And so I was sitting there, you know, just kind of relaxing. I was still still fairly new at this. this has been a year into my speaking career. And and the first question is asked that, I, that I'm up there. And someone answers. And I thought, yeah, I can answer this. <laughs> I, I take the mic. And I didn't see this at the time. My mom told me later. She just literally just like crumpled up, died. And was like, oh, no, please. What are you going to say? And And I wish I could remember. Because... I, 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 I answered well, and I don't remember what I said, and I don't remember what the question was, and I wish I had been filming this, because immediately everyone's reaction to me changed. It, 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 all the, the people up there, because the people on, on the panel, most of them didn't know who I was. Um, some of them I maybe met briefly. The audience changed. Like, it's just the entire, the way that they were perceiving me as a public speaker, and especially over time, you can kind of get a sense of the room. And it's, I mean, it's not that hard to see how people, what the looks people are throwing at the at their friends as they see me walk up on stage. It all changes. And then I answer, and then, and then, right, and then other people answer. And then I answer, and then another question comes up. I give another answer. And, and so I'm building this perceived value of me i'm i'm changing i'm changing what they how they perceive me i'm changing i am i'm building my brand in front of them and and so after the talk 
a bunch of people came up to me. Most of these people were adults. Like, oh my gosh, are you speaking later? And luckily, I had an adult talk afterwards. I was like, yeah, I'm giving a talk later. I think it was in the same room too, from what I can remember. So it was in the same room. I was like, yeah, I'm giving a talk here later or tomorrow. It was like a three day conference. I don't remember anything about times. This is what three years ago? Yeah, three years ago. And so that, and so my next talk was so full because of that Q&A that I did. And so this is the main lesson I learned. Lesson number one, I, I hate using the word lesson, maybe because I just, it's, it, um, is you're not going to gain someone's respect, prove your worth as whatever your industry is, right? Insert, I'm just going to say public speaker, right? For the sake of being. You're not going to prove yourself as a public speaker, as an expert in your field, until you take action to do so. And that's something I learned very early on. And so I want to contrast um, that moment because I was like influencing an audience. That was that was getting us. And I, I don't really remember um, how the other speaker spoke to me afterwards. I don't I don't remember that at all. It was it was a blur of activity those three days. Um, but I know definitely there's a huge shift in the audience. So that's right, influencing an audience, right? Not necessarily your peers, right? People who have same interests, who are in the same niche. So let's say like for me, I'm at a networking event. I'm talking to a bus another business person, right? I'm showing, hey, they see a kit there. I start to talk about my business. I start to show them. I start to give them knowledge. I start to give them value. That's the kind of action I'll take in that regard. But quickly, I want I want to move towards... Um, illustrating another story just happened recently, I think last year, um, and at and at another conference. It was smaller this time. There was only like three hundred people there. It was like it was just like a, a half day conference. Um, there again, it was a and it, this was a mental health conference. So this a lot of psychologists were speaking. You know, again, people have PhDs, people who have written books, people who are very, very, without without needing any introduction, an expert in their field. Because you say this person, oh yeah, I'm Dr. So-and-so, I'm a psychologist, well, okay, or psychiatrist. And, oh, okay, you're, you're an expert in your field, automatically. I don't have that. Um, and so I was speaking to some of them beforehand, and they were like, oh, okay, yeah, that's nice, you know, that's cool, you know, okay, whatever, you know, they didn't, they, they, and it was, it was funny to me, because my, um, my whole perception of, of it changed, and this is, and this is why, I'll, you'll see why I'm sharing this story in just a second, because there is such a vast difference between how I reacted then and how I reacted now. Back then, that was kind of around the point where I was like, I need people to respect me. I want people to like me. I want people to see what I have done because I've worked hard for what I've what I've accomplished. And I wanted people to recognize me for that. And then over time, I realized, okay, you know, that's maybe not the best way to handle it. And so contrast it with this latest event where these psychologists and, you know, doctors and all these other people, CEOs and directors of huge nonprofits, they're there, they're talking amongst each other, mingling before the event. And I'm sitting there and I'm, you know, trying to engage with them and they're very visibly not interested in me. Like, it, it's completely, like, they're, they're, it wasn't like me, poor me, boo, who, like, no, like, <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't care. I was like, okay, okay, that's fine. Because I knew how they'd react after my talk, and I spoke close to last. Um, I think I know I was the second to last speaker, 
And and I, I and I remember that specifically because I wish I had gone last because um, we had a really great speaker first, and then we had doctor speak, which I mean it was informative but very very dry. And and at one point you can see the presentation because it was there were so many light colors on the presentation that you couldn't see like the text contrasting with the background, so they had to like turn off the light, and so you couldn't see the speaker, but you could see the project. It was just a lot of notes there, a lot of lot of notes there, and I was just waiting because I knew I knew exactly how they react after my talk because I had done this so many times. I'd been through this for years of people seeing me as a kid. I knew how they respond once I gave my talk. And sure enough, they spoke, they spoke, they spoke. And then I got up, I gave my talk, and immediately you could see their entire posture, like physically change. And I love that so much. Like I just love it cuz it's it, you're for me it's someone it's it's that spark that someone realized oh wow first of all he can speak second of all he knows exactly what he's talking about and and i just love it because i didn't need to do anything except just do what i'm good at that's it i didn't have to try to convince anybody i didn't have to walk up to them and go no no, no i'm a legit speaker i've given hundreds of talks i've spoken to groups of thousands of people across the country I, this is my job i get paid to do this and but i didn't Instead, I just sat back, I let, I let them go, I let things happen, and I, and I just did what I'm best at, right in front of them, and they visibly, and of course, by, by um, inference, I can't think of it, um, they're me mentally change as well, their view of me. And then so that's, I tell those stories to kind of show the, the difference, you know, between the two events, but also that's the main takeaway that I've learned is that you, you have to you have to show through action and the best way to do that is just show what you're good at just do it do what you're best at what you love your passion in front like in front of like and maybe not physically maybe digitally right in front of in front of like posting a video you know posting a podcast you know doing those different things but that is the way that is the best way i've ever found to actually show that that i am on their on their level, and sometimes and and in different ways, of course. I'm not a doctor, and of course, I I didn't go to school for a doctor. And so in that way, educationally, yes, they're above me, and I respect that. I respect them for that. There's, um, it's uh, it's not like I it's not like I have a lack of respect for these people, um, people who may who are maybe older, who have more experience. Of course, I respect them for that. Um, that's not what I was trying to get along at all. Um, but in many ways. I have the advantage over them when it comes to public speaking, when it comes to business, when it comes to marketing, sales. Like in those sense, I have the advantage over them in terms of knowledge and experience and just skill level. And so to garner respect, right? Not not to just to make yourself feel good, to make yourself like, wow, you respect me, ha ha. But no, to legitimately garner respect, right? Better you and better the other person. It's mutually, it's mutually beneficial, as I said before. And so that's like on stage, right? Showing what you're good at. And then, but when it comes to actually telling, right? Not showing. Because in some cases, it's kind of impossible to show. Let's say like a networking event. This is a recent experience I had. I recently um, kind of started, restarted 
um, really focusing on networking. It was kind of a thing that I did before, not really seriously. But recently, I've been actually attending events, attending, you know, different get togethers and proactively networking. And something I learned is that, again, when I go to these networking events, usually I'm the youngest by like 20 years, um, you know, 20 or 30 years. And so I learned early on, first of all, I dress nice. It doesn't matter what the other people are dressed like. Um, I'm wearing a suit jacket. I'm wearing, at the very least, I'm wearing like a long sleeve button up. Um, because that's going to ha- only help me um, in in portraying who I am, a businessman. And that's the brand, like that's my personal brand. At the very core of who I am, I'm a businessman. Yes, I'm a public speaker. Yes, I'm a podcast host. Like, of course, I'm all the, like, I have all these different hats that I wear. But at the end of the day, what it comes down to, I'm a businessman. And that's what I want to portray to these people, especially these people who I'm trying to network and maybe sell to. And so that's a, kind of the first step is like physically presenting myself, right? Making sure my posture is good, making sure I'm physically confident. And we talked about physical confidence a lot on the podcast. If you're new, go back through um, the episodes. I highly encourage you to go through that. That's going to provide you a lot of value in setting this up. But you still have to prove yourself, right, quote unquote, to these people through your words. And and it's a delicate line that I walk through kind of hiding different parts of my life because I don't want to brag. I don't want to come off as like egotistical. Like I do this and I did that and I did that. Look at me. And then also um, that that line of actually doing that. So like hiding that part, like hiding parts so I don't appear egotistical and then actually just like shoving people, shoving what I do and what I've done and what I've accomplished in people's faces. So it's that, it's that line. So like those are the two extremes. I try to walk that line as best as possible. And the easiest way, and I know it sounds very simple, but that's just, this is what I do is I'll sit down, I'll sit next to someone and say, hey, I'm so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. I'll say, oh, so what, so what do you do? And then they'll talk about what they do. I'm like, that's great. You know, blah, blah, blah. I'll talk to them. I'll ask them questions. I'll comment. I'll share my, maybe some own experiences and stories I've had with whatever their industry is. And then they have question inevitably comes back to you. It always does. Is okay. So tell me a little bit about what you do. What are, what are you here for? And usually, because I'm very young, usually they're more curious to be like, "Hey, why are you here? <laughs> oh, why are you at this event? Why?" Are, and this applies to like conferences where they have networking portions or actual like networking events. You know, like our lunches. Um, that the sole purpose is to network with other people. And then I'll usually what I'll do is I'll have a short pitch so this is basically a little a brief little talk i have an introduction i have a couple main points uh, and then i have my conclusion so I'll be like oh yeah so um i started a market and depending on what i'm what i'm there for sometimes i'll be pitching my public speaking sometimes i'll be pitching my marketing firm and then so i'll have maybe different pitches for that to so say oh well i started a marketing firm with my business partner and then we work with a lot of small businesses and nonprofits, and providing low-cost web design social media services and advertising and i love to i love just love being here meeting new people um and I, I, obviously that's not exactly what i say um it's a little bit more polished than that but for some reason i can't really remember exactly what i say and a lot of it also depends on the person because the advantage here and this is the advantage of getting the other person to talk as much as possible about themselves and their business is that you are first of all getting more comfortable with them 
So they're getting used to you. But also you're learning about what can I pitch to them to make them relate to me more, to make develop this relationship more, and to possibly sell to them better. Because if they tell me, yeah, I'm a director of a of a local nonprofit, I'm like, oh, we're like, oh, okay, we've worked, we worked with a nonprofit. Um, have you heard of them? I'll I'll like name some names and I'll be like, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do social media for them. Our, our one of our niches is providing low cost uh, services to nonprofits because we operate on a much uh, tighter scale. We're much more efficient than big agencies, which will cost you ten times as much and give you almost the exact same thing. See, see how I, I'm I'm. I am adapting myself to that person. So not only am I not just getting a generic pitch, but immediately. I seem more I seem I'm seem more of an expert to them because I am saying look I know I know exactly what to do in this field around your industry. I know marketing when it comes to nonprofits. I know marketing when it comes to small businesses. I know marketing when it comes to coffee shops. Like, you know, that kind of thing is that immediately I'm seen as more of an expert by them instead of just saying, oh, yeah, I know marketing. And they go, oh, yeah, you and every other kid, right? You post on social media. No, instead, I pitch it towards them. Also, what this is doing, this is building confidence within you. And this is the part uh, I want to I want to close on this because I could literally talk about this forever. But I want to close on this because it's already kind of time ish. I don't know. Um, if you like longer podcasts, let me know. Because I can definitely do them, and especially when it comes to interviews, I have a very, I have an hour-long interview coming up with a good friend of mine who is knowledgeable in so many different areas. We had a really great time. We were up till almost one um, a.m. recording this, and I, I just, I just really, really loved it. So I have that coming up for you. If you really like the longer podcast, let me know so I'm not constricting myself to a shorter time frame. Um, but I wanted to provide an alternative to longer hour-long podcasts that sometimes it's harder to listen to. So I want to close with this, is that something I discovered early on, and this is something I especially kind of, I, I verbalized after that first experience on the panel with a bunch of other experts, 18 years old, and I'm giving my advice to these people. You know, a very serious situations. And, you know, saying things that, they weren't saying, and that's where it came to. That's when I realized that, because, I mean, I I have insecurities. Of course, everybody does about different things. And early on in my speaking, especially like in situations like this, I thought they're experts. They're better. They know more. I shouldn't say much. But I realized is that nobody in the world can say what I say the way I say it. And once I realized that, I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to let someone else speak for me. I have a voice that they don't. I have experiences that they don't. I I have training and skills that they don't. And so I'm going to share my voice. I'm going to speak. And this is a really powerful realization for me is that I, no matter what, I can say the same thing as someone else, but I let's say like um let's say advice on cuz like I have I have this podcast there's other podcasts about public speaking. There's other people teaching about public speaking. I created a course, which is out now. You can find links to it at alukedmaxwell.com slash course. Um, just a little plug there. I, I created all this knowing that there were other people with more years of experience than me in public speaking. 
But I created this because I saw something that other people weren't teaching. I wanted to share my voice. I wanted to share my experiences. And I knew that it was valuable. Partially because I've given this before to people and they've told me, wow, I've never heard that before. Um, and But also just because I am confident in myself. I, be- I believe in myself. I know it sounds so cliche, but I truly do. I believe in myself and my abilities and I trust myself to try to do my best to provide value to someone else. I know in myself Whenever I'm trying to teach somebody or provide advice or do, you know, anything like that with this podcast or anything else, I know and I'm confident in myself that it's coming from a good place. It's coming from a place of trying to help somebody. And pairing that, right, the intention with the actual content, I know that I've been speaking enough. I've had enough experiences. I've spoken hundreds of times to tens of thousands of people. I've coached people one-on-one, hundreds of different people. I have so much experience that I've learned so much, you know, hard skills, soft skills. I'm confident in the content as well. And so the intention is there. It's good. So no matter what the content is, the intention is good. And then pairing that with good, valuable content that has stood the test of time, I know that I'm, I am not worried about myself purposely misleading people or unintentionally misleading people. Um, and so with that, like, there's no harm in speaking. Sure, someone can hear something that I say and take it the wrong way. You, any, that could happen with anything. Like, you might as well just climb under a rock and not talk to anybody <laughs> if you're worried about that. And so that was just something I learned early on, you know, as a, as a kid, like I was a 17 year old kid talking about serious topics, mental health, teen depression, suicide, like those were not easy topics. And I just had, I had to, I had to trust in myself. I had to trust in my experience. I had to trust in my intention and I had to trust in the actual skills that I had. And that was, and that was it. So just, I want to, I want to recap because I've told all the stories. I've talked a lot, maybe rambled a little bit, um, as we always do, just a little bit. This is an outlet for me to just talk with not maybe, you know, I have an outline. I have a, I have a vague outline, but it's, um, it was a less formal, um, than, than an actual public speech on, on a stage. And I like having this outlet to just kind of talk to you guys. And I appreciate your guys' support uh, in listening to this. And so just to recap is that uh, don't the intention, have the intention not of proving yourself, of gaining respect because that's what you deserve, but instead of a mutually beneficial because if someone respects you for wh- who you are, and what you do and realizes, understands who you are and what you do, they're informed and they're able to benefit from your value, whether you're selling something or providing free information or whatever you're doing. And then you benefit as well because you have someone who who um, likes what you do, who understands what you do and will possibly buy from you or will at least learn from you and you'll be able to positively affect the life. Like, that's why you should want people to respect you. And this is something that, I mean, I'm not perfect at. Of course not. I'm, I'm by far, I'm by no means a perfect person. And that still kind of creeps in sometimes. I'm like, no, you don't want you to respect me because you don't understand what I do. And I need, like, that. of course that creeps in. And I just kind of tell myself, I have to remind myself, no, 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 no that's not why. That's not why I, I want people to respect me or people to understand what I do and who I am. So that's like kind of the first step. 
And then the second step is um, to use different, um, you know, hard skills in order to present yourself as an expert, as knowledgeable, as a peer to someone who is older than you and more experienced than you, whether it's dressing nice, whether it's learning about them and then providing valuable information to them, specific to them, that shows them that you know exactly what you're talking about. And then at the end of the day, it all comes down to interior confidence and being confident in yourself and trusting your intention, trusting your skills, your knowledge, and and just believing in that in that this is like one of the most true quotes that I have is that no one can say what you say the way that you say it. Nobody can. They can say something similar. They can say something very similar to you. Um, and especially if it's paired with the intention, if it's paired with the knowledge, then that distance between you and everybody else is only further uh, and it grows further and further. So I uh, thank you for listening to this episode of the Communicate with Confidence podcast. You can find show notes and more at lukedmaxwell.com slash podcast. I will be back. I took a little bit of a break. If you regularly listen to this podcast um, last week or two weeks ago, depending on when this is published, um, just because I had a lot going on. I was really busy launching my course, and that course just took priority over recording podcast episodes. But now I am back and uh, more willing than ever and loving this more than ever. I have a lot of awesome interviews coming up with some people that are just awesome, that I love dearly, and uh, I will see you then. Take care, and remember to always stay on the positive side of things.